C, of course, is for communication. I'm pretty sure that you would imagine it would be for communication because everybody you speak to in marriage says, give me some advice. What are the tools that you need? How have you managed to have a successful um, marriage? And most people will say it's communication. So I'm not going to repeat what so many others have probably already said to you with regards to communication and the fact that you need to communicate. But I'm going to give you maybe some more personalized tips with regards to your communication that may help to open up the doors of communication in your marriage, but also to keep it going and to keep it consistent so that you don't become silent on each other. Because when life gets busy, we don't always have the time that so many people talk about, um, you know, make time to talk to your partner, make time, make a set amount of time every day to talk to your partner. Well, it kind of depends on what you've got going on. And whilst that's your intention and you you want to be able to do that, what if a you're that you're not naturally that person who just naturally communicates with their partner every day? What if it's a real effort for you? B, what if you have so much going on that you're like passing ships? My husband and I went for a season where he would go to work at eight in the morning, um, work through his lunch hour, leave at three, get home for 3.30. We'd cross at the front door. So I would leave home at 3.30. As he pulled his car in, I'd jump in mine. Um, and then he he would take over with the children while I then went to work and I would work, get to work for four and finish around sort of nine in the evening and get home in time to spend some time with my husband, but the children would be in bed already. Um, But it meant that quite often we were both exhausted because we were both doing the child caring and working. And so when I'd get home, we didn't always want to then say, so how's your day been, babe? What we wanted to do was collapse into bed and prepare for the next day. And so the reality isn't always a case where you're going to talk to each other every day. So what I wanted to share with you is the fact that the smallest, tiniest, teeniest bits of communication that you can share with each other consistently will help to keep the dialogue going, even if it can't be long monologues of 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 um dialogue of of, te- of speech sorry so for example my husband and I will always say good morning is that odd because we wake up in the same bed but we will always say good morning followed by how did you sleep now who knows that sometimes when you wake up first thing in the morning the last thing you want to do is talk You don't necessarily want to talk to somebody when you get up in the morning. But we've learned to offer, put out there the option by saying, good morning, how did you sleep? If you want to talk, fine. If you don't want to, at the very least, you could muster up morning, fine. I slept fine. That's enough. It's polite. You haven't rejected the person, but that's about as much as you can muster for that day. Fair enough. We also also uh, we also always say good night to each other. Again, even if we're lying side by side, we say good night. We always say please. We always say thank you. 
Now, this may seem like a given. Of course, you know, I've got manners. Why wouldn't I? But actually, do you always say thank you when your husband or wife puts a plate of food down in front of you? Or even if they don't serve the food to you, the fact that they've cooked, do you say thank you that they've done it? Or do you take it for granted that they would? Do you say thank you for, um, and I don't mean, please don't feel that I'm saying say thank you for every single little thing that your wife or husband does for you. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is if you keep the um, attentiveness and the manners alive in your marriage, there becomes an appreciation for each other. Another thing that you can do with regards to communication is to not just give information or facts. Try to personalize it. So if you're giving some information about something that happened to you that day, try to include not just the fact that it happened, but how you felt about it. Even if, you know, how you felt was furious or frustrated. But if you're just saying, Steve did it again. He did it again. He, He jammed up the photocopier at work and walked away. Well, that's information. But if you say, and it left me furious, I was so frustrated because I had a massive printout to do and I had to get it done by five o'clock and I hit the button, nothing was happening and I've not managed to get it done. Now, you're not asking your, your wife to solve the problem with Steve, but you are letting her know that that kind of thing frustrates you. Now, if you are the wife who is being told this, The temptation may be to try and solve the problem or tell your husband how Steve is useless. Steve shouldn't be there. Steve needs to get fired. Steve needs a disciplinary. Steve was always useless from the beginning. Not helping him. He's already frustrated about Steve. He may not need this fixing. He may just need a listening ear. Somebody he can vent to in a safe environment that isn't going to take it any further. Try to speak every day even if you can't go into that dialogue that I was talking about, try to speak every day. So if you're not going to see each other or you're going to pass like ships, as as I explained before, text each other, do a voice note, try to have some kind of communication that's personal to to, to your husband or wife. How are you, babe? How was your day? Don't make it all about you. Try to at least put it in a question form so they know that you're thinking of them. And when your wife or husband shares anything with something with you, don't be tempted to fix it. Don't be tempted to give solutions to everything that they mention. And don't try to smooth over the problem either with phrases like, it'll be fine. You'll be okay. It'll work itself out. And you may be thinking, well, what do I say then? Sometimes you don't need to say anything. You need to be attentive. But you don't need to fix it or solve it or smooth it. You might just, I hear you, babe. I hear you. Sometimes agreement, it is frustrating, isn't it? Maybe that's all they need. I often don't need my husband to fix things. It doesn't even need fixing, but he doesn't know what else to say. So he tries to come up with a solution. And, you know, we've over the years, we've we've talked and talked and talked and we've realized that actually we don't need I don't need you to fix it. I'm happy for you to offer suggestions every now and then, but I don't need you to fix every problem that I may vent about. Also, don't revert the issue to yourself. And what I mean by that is, 
you know, your husband's sharing about Steve and then you, in the he hasn't finished yet. He's only just begun telling you about his frustration and you come in with, oh, listen, I know exactly how you feel. Sharon at the office does the same thing to me. In fact, the other day, I told her that I needed to do some printing and she still went ahead and used the copier and jammed it. I know exactly what you mean, babe. And your husband's left thinking, uh, hello, it was about me. I was talking about me, <laughs> you know. So be careful not to revert it to yourself. Help your partner however you think it's possible because you know your partner. I don't. Help your partner, your spouse, to feel truly listened to. Sometimes that means putting your phone down and making eye contact. Sometimes that means giving him or her a hug and saying, I hear you. Sometimes it's making those sounds that prove and show that you're listening and being attentive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Those kinds of sounds. Sometimes it's asking a question or asking them to expand on something or elaborate on something. Those kinds of responses are encouraging and help your partner to feel as if they're being listened to and they're being understood and that you care. <laughs> 